the title of my first story to share with you is 10 Tacos. When I was trying to decide what the best first story is out of the hundreds that I think will likely want to emerge, I went through what is a typical process for me. Typically during the day, as I begin to move throughout my world, I will send out a prayer. It's right from my heart and it generally feels like a pulse, a pulse prayer that is an asking for direction and guidance as I make my next steps. And then I listen. So my routine is ask and send out a pure intent and then listen to what comes back. So I was sitting here thinking about what in the world I wanted to share with you in this moment on this first storytelling. And 10 tacos is what came right through my heart. And I remembered my story about 10 tacos and, and started to laugh and, uh, and wondered for a second, why is that my first story? And then I started thinking about the base foundation of what this story means, what it meant to me at the time, what it still means to me today. So I'm going to tell you 10 tacos. It's a great story. I'm 50. And this story happened to me when I was in my very early 20s. I was um, pregnant with my second child. I was a young mom of a two and a half year old. And we were living um, with very little resources at the time. I hadn't yet finished my nursing degree or even started it. And we had about a $30 a week food budget. And that included all miscellaneous things that could possibly emerge. And you can imagine, you know, I, how, how many things emerged. So I was down to my last $5. And I still had, I think, at least five days or more um, until we were going to get paid again. And so that was very limiting. And it was a precious resource. Now, I lived in Tucson, Arizona at the time. And those of you who have been to Tucson and probably any of the southwestern states knows that because of the climate and the weather and the beautiful desert, um, many people who are homeless and need to ask for help on the streets um, accumulate there. It's an easier place to live. I, I currently live in Minnesota, and it's freezing. And... Um, my heart goes out to any homeless um, person, and I can't imagine trying to survive a Minnesota winter. Well, almost as hard as a summer in Tucson, Arizona, um, temperatures way into the hundreds. So I was driving in um, my van with no, no air conditioning, with my son in his car seat in the back, and heading to run an errand and I came upon one of the numerous people standing in the middle of the street and uh, in the island asking for either money or food or, or labor um, work and in this moment I was told through my heart source I don't even know how else to explain it to you but it's just this undeniable thought that's planted in your body 
and it was buy him 10 tacos. Now that made no sense at the time. And once I found myself in the drive-thru at the, the Mexican restaurant that was right across the street on Taco Tuesday where you could get two tacos for a dollar and I was spending my last $5 on 10 tacos, I thought, this is crazy. What does one man need with 10 tacos? And I'm, I'm now penniless uh, for days worth of taking care of my family and how will I make ends meet? And yet I, I didn't question, I just did it. Um, I quickly did a U-turn, pulled myself back around to where I found him in the center of the street and rolled down my window and handed him 10 tacos. He smiled and uh, thanked me and quickly crossed the street as it was green for him to walk. And I saw him walking to a tree that was just off the path that, that I hadn't noticed before. Um, was harboring safely, tucked underneath it, like a little quail, his wife and many children. Uh, they all came out from underneath a tree and he handed each of them a taco. And he pointed at me and was smiling and they were waving and thanking me. And then they quickly got to sitting in their little family huddle eating their tacos. I made my U-turn and, and off I was headed back home. And I was just beaming. I was so grateful that not only was I a good listener in that moment, but that I got really clear direction. I pass way more people who need my help than I am ever called to stop to help. But when I'm called and when it's my turn and when it's the right move, I was so grateful that I was listening and I was kind of beaming and in this glow space of, of um, just being filled with light. I don't even know how else to explain it to you. And I was feeling held and I was feeling this reciprocal gratitude back in this moment. By the time I reached home and I'd pulled into my carport and if you're from Minnesota like I am now. Uh, it's not a garage. It's just you know a flat rooftop that you pull underneath to keep your car from uh, being in the sun too long. And I was pulling out my um, son from his car seat and looking down at my belly and realizing that I literally have just given away everything I had and I needed to take care of my growing babies and wondered how I was gonna make that work. So I took a deep breath and thought, well, I'm just gonna trust because um, that's how we got into this in the first place, right? Just trust. I went to the mail and pulled out a letter that was unexpected. It um, came with a check, and in that check was well over $1,000. I don't know what the exact total was, but it was about tenfold what I had just given. And it took care of absolutely everything we needed. It had said that some IRS tax mistake was made and we were owed more money than, than we had been given in our refund, which surprised me because we made very little at the time as you know, new young family 
professionals <laughs> trying to make our way. And we ended up having way more than we needed. And that sense of immediate response to the call to action and you're protected was palpable. It was almost like a test. Like, will you give away everything if I ask you to? And the immediate confirmation that I wasn't alone, that I was being watched out for, that I would be protected came. And I knew it was the first among many of those types of challenges of will you listen? And when you do, you can trust me that I have your back. And it was amazing. It was miraculous. And I will never forget their faces. I will never forget that feeling of truly being called to do something. Now, I've done nice things for people since. And I did nice things for people before that. This was different. This was an asking and an answering that was on a different level and it made me suspicious that more of that would come and indeed it did i think it's so strange that this is the story that was uh, the first to really share as we're sitting around this virtual campfire together and yet when i think about the times that we're in right now and this global pandemic that has grinded our society to a halt and the fact that many of us are being asked to do a lot of things that feel as if our own lives could be at peril if we do them I want to remind you that there's a bigger picture that you have a support around you and a connection to something higher that wants you to be whole and healthy and loved and that will help you during times that you need it. I have a lot of other stories of imperfect times and times where this reminder that I wasn't alone was going to be absolutely critical to get me through things. But in that moment, those 10 tacos were absolutely priceless. Okay, well... Here's to the next one, and I hope you have an amazing day. I think I'm going to go try to make up some guacamole. I got a craving now. Have a good one.